Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of The Infertile Diagnosis. Thank you so much for coming back to another Tuesday and another Closer Today where me, Monica Cox from My Mindful Me, help you get through the BS of infertility one inspirational clip at a time. Before we start today, I want to remind you guys that the Fertility Reconnect course doors open this Sunday, December 1st. That's right, people. It is already December 1st. I hope this year has... um. Well, if you're listening to this, let's just face it, the year has not fucking gone the way you want it to go. So that is why we are going to get together on the Fertility Reconnect course and make shit happen in 2020. So if you're not on the email list yet, go over to the website, mymindfulme.com, get on the email list. I will be sending out a email a little bit later this week for early birds um, because remember there's only 25 slots on this course and I also will be giving out a little discount code for my podcast listeners and my email subscribers. Today's clip comes from Lucas Rockwood and he is going to give you some techniques to breathing so if you're listening to this driving please do not try this re-listen at home um now you guys know i talk about breathing um a little bit i think i should talk about it a lot more um i as you know broke a rib a few weeks ago now and um it was crazy to kind of get like smacked in the face again of how important breathing is. Um, Breathing is something that I learned to do through yoga. Um, And I say learned to do because as Lucas, you know, will say or you'll listen to him and you'll hear him say, um, we don't breathe properly. Like we know we have to do it to survive and most of us are doing it completely wrong and just sending all kind of crazy signals to our bodies. And, um, you know, for me breathing, um, relearning it and still to this day having to consciously think, okay, why are you feeling this way? Let's take some really deep breaths and rewire how we're feeling and calm the fuck down, right? It's um, it's absolutely insane. So when I cracked, I didn't like full on break my ribs, but um, I cracked um the top left of my ribs. Um, yeah, so when I I had kind of like a really just really hectic day and I had to muster up enough courage to go ask one of our neighbors a really random question and I don't know this neighbor he doesn't know me I actually went to ask him this really random question a few weeks ago and he wouldn't come to the door and he was like basically like this grizzly bear going like what do you want and I was like oh god and he told me to go away and so I did and I life went on and I 
we couldn't like it's a weird situation I don't really want to get into it but um I had to go ask him this question again right and so now I was like a hundred times more nervous than the first time I did it because I already got denied and I was already like really kind of scared of this guy so I went back and he once again didn't come to the door and I was like, I'm really sorry, I'm gonna need you to come to the door so I can talk to you. And so he did come to the door and we had this conversation and it was a really lovely conversation and he is a very nice guy and he understands why he wanted me to come to the door now. But I was so jacked up on adrenaline because of, you know, the whole situation. And um, I couldn't calm myself down because it was only a few days after I had like cracked this rib and I couldn't take deep breaths and um, I just felt like the panic and like the like adrenaline or whatever it was just like going through me and um, like I ended up having to lay down and like in the dark and my husband was like what the fuck is wrong with you and I was like this is just who I am this is how my body reacted and I am trying you know I know I can calm myself down I just can't breathe right now and um so once again for me it was just like this huge highlight of like how important breath work is and um to make um, this really long-winded, I'm going to tell you the story about my second egg retrieval. So my clinic didn't put me under um, general anesthetic for my second egg retrieval. So my first one I was put under had like no knowledge of what was going on. My second one, I was fully awake. They basically just gave me some like pain meds and that was going to be that and it was a really cool experience um it was my had my husband by the side of me and um you know the doctor was there counting the eggs as he collected them and it was it was like pretty magical like to kind of be um in that situation and so it went well we got I think 12 eggs that round and um he went to kind of remove all of the like like stuff they shove up you to like open up and all that and he nicked me and I was on um stupidly um some natural blood thinning um supplements and I had warned them about these supplements before and they kind of just brushed them aside because they're just like oh whatever like we don't really kind of believe you (laughs) um and I was on these supplements um because the iridologist told me about that and most of you have heard the iridology story but um if not there's a youtube clip about it but um so he nicked me and I started hemorrhaging and my husband said the doctor like literally was like holy shit and like almost jumped back but then like went forward again to like you know save my life or whatever um but uh so I had the doctor shoving up um my uh, vagina like to kind of stop the bleeding or the best he could because obviously they didn't know where the nick 
came from. And then I had the nurse pressing on my abdomen to put pressure on the bleed as well. And so there I was with my circle and balloon um, meditation in like one of my ears and my husband grasping my hand and pressure being put all sorts of places and just breathing and just focusing my mind somewhere else and I just am so grateful that I started my breathing practice and my mindfulness practice even though I wasn't nearly where I wanted to be like I just had started um I think it saved that situation because um, if I would have freaked out and not been able to breathe and panic and like when you have panic attacks, um, if you've ever had one, like you move, right? Like you're fidgety and like your your breathing's really, really bad, like super rapid, um, which is probably like pushing blood everywhere around your body because your heart's going like a million miles an hour. So I was able to help the situation by slowing down my breathing, by just focusing on somewhere, you know, off and, you know, yes, they obviously stopped the bleeding and everything was fine and the whole clinic was in this huge panic and um, they put me back in the room and came back like 10-15 minutes later, like this nurse was just like flushed and she's like are you okay I'm like yeah I'm fine (laughs) like I was I was like totally fine um and then there are so many other situations um especially my two births that I went completely wrong and um ended up both um both of them were emergency c-sections um my breath work helped me through those um So yeah, breathing is so underestimated and um, even though we do it automatically, we have to put in the incredible hard work to learn how to rebreathe and to do that constantly throughout the day and like set a timer on your phone every, you know, three or four hours and go, okay, take six long, deep breaths um, to practice this. Or, you know, if you are doing yoga, you know, really um, tune in to the breathing part of yoga because it's really easily forgotten if your teacher's not sat there reminding you every move. All right, come on, get your breathing going again. So this is so much longer than the other Closer Today clips. You know I like a good ramble. but um, And I'm going to get a few more breathing clips um, throughout these um, next few months for you guys. Because I think it's so important. And the best thing about breathing is that it's free. (laughs) So not many things are free um, during our journey. So definitely tap into the ones they are. Okay, without further ado, here we go. Here's Lucas Rockwood. So what if I told you that there was an exercise that was so powerful that it could change the pH of your blood? It could make it more acid or more alkaline in minutes. What if this same exercise could boost your digestion, lower your heart rate, lower your cortisol levels, and help you go to sleep at night? What if the same exercise practiced in an extreme fashion could create LSD-like experiences, out-of-body experiences? This exercise I'm talking about is something you're doing right now without even thinking about it. My name is Lucas Rockwood, 
as Jose mentioned, I'm a yoga teacher, and what I'm talking about here are breathing exercises. And breathing exercises, done correctly, done safely, are one of the most powerful ways to control your mind and your body, your nervous system, your endocrine system. But if you practice them recklessly, they can cause a whole bunch of problems. You can black out, you can screw up your digestion, you can have anxiety attacks as well. Now, breathing for most of us is something that's just totally automatic. In fact, it's controlled by our autonomic nervous system. It happens all by itself. For example, you're crossing the street and a, a car swerves into your crosswalk and almost hits you. My question to you is, what do you do? Do you inhale or do you exhale? You inhale. You cover your heart, you cover your crotch, and you get out of the way, right? Fight or flight. It's a sympathetic nervous system response. Now, many people, in fact, many of you, are breathing this way, as if you're about to be hit by a car, all day long. Now imagine what that does to your mind and your body and your life. Now on the other side of the spectrum, let's imagine that you're out on a romantic date with that special someone, and after dinner she leans over and whispers those three magic words. She says, I love you, right? What do you do? Do you inhale or do you exhale? You exhale. You open your heart, you open your crotch, you fall in love, right? Parasympathetic nervous system response. Now here's the sad thing. Many people, in fact many of you in this room, you haven't felt that you haven't breathed that way in a really, really long time. Imagine what that does to your mind and your body and your life. Just as a little side note here, if the last time you fell in love, you inhaled and covered your heart, I have some bad news for you, my friend. <laughs> Run, right? I'm sharing with you these examples tonight because it's important that you realize you already understand the autonomic part, the automatic part, right? Inhale fear, exhale love, inhale excited, exhale peace. You understand that part. What you probably don't understand is you can override that part meaning you can take control over your nervous system. And that's what I'd like to share with you this evening with three simple concepts, water, whiskey, and coffee. Water breathing, whiskey breathing, and coffee breathing. So water breathing, as the name suggests, just like water, it's always good, right? Early morning, late at night, feeling stressed, not whatever. Water is always a good option. It's your go-to practice. Come back to it again and again. But it has to be trained. You're not doing it now. We'll get to that in a minute. Now, whiskey breathing, as the name suggests, a little bit of whiskey now and then, no problem, right? You fall asleep, no big deal. But if you overuse it too much, too often, you'll get sick, you'll get groggy, all kinds of health problems. Same thing with whiskey breath. We primarily use it as a sleeping aid. Last but not least, we have coffee breathing. And again, as the name suggests, a little bit of coffee once in a while, no problem, right? You have a long drive, you need to stay up, you have jet lag, you need to overcome it. A little bit of coffee, no big deal. If you overuse it all the time, you can completely screw up your digestion, you can have overwhelming anxiety, you get that kind of wired but tired feeling that none of us are looking for. So these are the three practices I'd like to share with you today, but let's set aside the theory for a moment, and if you'd be so kind, we'll jump right into some practices, which hopefully will allow you to actually feel those in your body, and then we'll step back to the theory. So if I could, I'd ask you to sit back in your chair, place your hands on your legs, relax your face, relax your shoulders, and close your eyes. We'll start with water breathing. It's a very simple practice. It's a 4-4 count. You inhale to the count of four, you exhale to the count of four. Don't worry, you don't have to count, I'll count for you. So you relax, your eyes are closed, your face is relaxed, and off we go. Inhale through your nose, one, two, three, four. Now exhale through your nose, four, three, two, one. Inhale through your nose, one, two, three, four. Now exhale through your nose, four, three, 
two, one. Inhale through your nose, one, two, three, four. Exhale through your nose, four, three, two, one. You keep breathing. I'll explain what's going on here. This balanced breathing, the most important thing is the rate. We're at four to six breaths per minute. It's about half your normal rate. So we've taken your rate that you walked in off the street, we chopped it in half, we're at four to six breaths per minute, and this is where we get that balancing effect on your nervous system. If you're up, it'll bring you down. If you're down, it'll bring you up. Really, really powerful. This is our go-to practice. I'm telling you, you're not good at this. You have to practice this again and again, just like water. Many of you are carrying a water bottle with you this evening. You want to carry this practice with you as well. Next, let's take a look at whiskey breathing. Now, whiskey breathing, as we mentioned, we use it with care primarily to fall asleep, but let's do it as an exercise tonight. Same position. Relax in your chair. I can see you're enjoying this. Hands are on your lap. Relax your shoulders. Relax your face. Exactly the same as last time. We're breathing in and out through our nose. The only difference is this time we'll inhale to the count of four, and on the way out, we'll double it. We'll go to the count of eight. I'll do the counting. You do the breathing. Relax body. Here we go. Inhale through your nose. One, two, three, four. Exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Again, inhale. One, two, three, four. Exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, Three, two, one. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Exhale, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You keep breathing. I'll explain what's going on. After 10 rounds of this whiskey breathing, your heart rate slows. You can measure it. It's really easy. Your heart rate drops, your blood pressure drops, and we stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system. That's your rest and digest, your fall in love, your peace and relaxation side of your nervous system, and that gets stimulated. That's a big, long explanation. Basically, you get really tired and you can fall asleep, right? So whiskey breathing is very, very useful, but we want to use it with care at the appropriate time. We'll practice one more this evening. It's coffee breathing. This is the one people get most excited about, but we use it the most sparingly. Coffee breathing is very different than the other two practices. To do it, we focus just on the exhale. And we don't worry about inhale at all. We just push the air out, and it looks and feels just like a sneeze. I'll show you what it looks like. Hey, why are you laughing? So we, we exhale through our nose, make sharp shooting breaths. You do your best to try not to move your face, your shoulders, your chest. Try to make all the energy happen from down here in your lower abdomen. It's an unusual way to breathe. Remember, we don't inhale. We just exhale. We'll do 20 rounds together. I'll count you down. Close your eyes so you don't look so funny. Yeah. Body's relaxed. Shoulders are relaxed. Three, two, one. We exhale, 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 exhale. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Eyes are closed. Body's relaxed. Breath is normal. Eyes are closed. Body's relaxed. Breath is normal. Some of you weren't participating. Let's try again this time. Shoulders are relaxed, chest is relaxed. Again, it's a sneeze. It feels like a sneeze. Just remember, forget about the inhale. Just exhale. Three, two, one. We exhale, 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 exhale. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Eyes are closed, bodies relaxed, breath is normal.
Try to keep your face still this time, shoulders still. All the work's happening in your lower abdomen. It's a funny way to breathe. We'll do one more time. Three, two, one. We exhale, 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 exhale. And 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Eyes closed, body relaxed. Let me explain this practice to you. This fast, rapid breath. It stimulates your sympathetic nervous system. This is your fight or flight response. This is the clean the house and answer emails nervous system response that we're looking for. We want to use this very, very sparingly. If you do it too much, too often, you can get really agitated. But what we're doing here is cranking up our body and we want to use it with care. So what we've just done here, water, whiskey, and coffee, the technical name for this is a yoga speedball, right? We basically mixed all of these things together. You wouldn't normally do this. We did this for the sake of learning. In our normal life, in our everyday life, we'd break these three practices up and we'd do them at different times, at appropriate times of the day. So when is the appropriate time? Let's break it down. Water breathing, like the name suggests, always good. Anytime you need balance in your life, come back to water breathing. It's four on the way in, it's four on the way out. Stressful day at the office, hectic commute, whatever it is, you sit down, you take 10 breaths, count four on the way in, four on the way out, and again, it's just like taking a sip of water. When we look at whiskey breathing, primarily, let's just think about this as a put me to sleep without alcohol or pills, right? This is how we'll use this. You come home from work and you're agitated, your phone's lighting up with notifications, your head's buzzing. I'd like you to lie down in bed, count, inhale for that four count, and exhale for that eight count. Inhale for that four count, and exhale for that eight count. You can do that for 10 rounds or just keep going until you fall asleep. That works really well as well. Last but not least is coffee breathing. This is the one you get most excited about. I need to throttle this. You gotta be really careful with this one. Use it sparingly. Here's your prescription. Three rounds of 20 in the morning. Three rounds of 20 right before exercise, right? Sympathetic nervous system response, get cranked up to start moving. And three rounds of 20 at three o'clock in the afternoon when normally you'll reach for a sugary snack. When we look at health and wellness, there's so many different things we can optimize for, right? There's diet and there's movement and there's sleep optimization. All of that stuff is wonderful, but none of that stuff is as powerful or as immediate as breathing. Remember when you were born, when you came into this world, you probably don't remember, but when you were born, when you came into this world, the very first thing that you did was you inhaled, right? And when you leave us, when you die, if you die peacefully, you will die on an exhale, right? And between that first breath and that last breath, what most of us do is our nervous system just gets bounced around, bang back and forth. We're responding to our environment on autopilot all day long. So my challenge to you, my question for you, is how could the quality of your life improve if you stopped being on autopilot and started taking control of your mind and your body and your nervous system using these three simple practices we've done today? Water, whiskey, and coffee. I'm going to be short and sweet because I've already taken up enough of your time. If you want to listen to this whole clip, I think I actually have played you the whole clip, but you can go and watch it over on YouTube. It's called Change Your Breath, Change Your Life. You can find that on my YouTube channel, Fertility Reconnect, um, underneath the Closer Today um, playlist. If you want to connect with Lucas, he is over on 
yogabody.com. I think that is the best place to connect with him. And then that will link you to his social media accounts as well. Um, Remember, if you're loving this um, podcast, please leave us a rating or review over on iTunes. It greatly helps the podcast out. It, uh, you know, the way the algorithm works and helps your other fertility um, sisters find us and, you know, get on this um, bandwagon of being your own hero and taking control of all aspects of your health. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your Tuesday and a beautiful week. And um, I'm super excited about Friday's interview. We have a special guest. It is Devin from the Fertility Finance Coach. Um, I absolutely love her story and her mission, how she is here to inspire everyone to get over their um, money hangups, really. And um, spoiler alert, um, your money insecurities have nothing to do with money. So have a beautiful week, people. We'll see you then. Mm-hmm.